Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a really special episode for you. We're joined by Ben Thompson, we're joined by Charles Thompson, we're joined by Majuli Kirk and Meg, my lovely sister. We talk about personal development through travelling, we talk about vows of silence, we talk about Ben's experience travelling and how it's changed perspective and really shaped him into himself. So I really hope you enjoy it. It's a cracking, a cracking episode. However, about 20 minutes in, we have a, te- a technical issue and the microphone's cut off. So from about 20 minutes onwards, we're using the microphone from, from the camera. So bear with us. This episode is, of course, brought to you by Viva Life. Now, the link is in the bio and the code is HHT10. You get 10% off. Overnight oats are not... They're not overnight oats without Viva Life's vegan protein. I like the vanilla. A scoop of vanilla in there. I mean, the recipe I've uh, created is on our TikTok, on our Instagram. It's incredible. It makes them like cake, all right? A bit of cinnamon makes them like cake. So go get yourself some of that. Make yourself some overnight oats. Obviously, they have a huge range, so please go check it out. And thank you to Viva Life for that. This is also brought to you by the College of Naturopathic Medicine. If you're looking to upskill, reskill, change direction in your life and you're interested at all in naturopathy, in health coaching, nutritional therapy, follow the link in bio. Um, I really urge you to have a look. I can get you £250 off any course, so please go check that out if you're interested at all. Because I myself have completed a health coaching course and I can't recommend it highly enough. They're uh, an award-winning college, uh, the best in the field if you're in England or, I mean, Great Britain, really. Enough waffling from me and uh, through to the episode now. Enjoy, everyone. Truths. <laughs> we have five magnificent people in the room. In one room. In one. In five one people, room. One room. Coming this. Yeah. Coming October to a cinema near you. Twenty fifth. <laughs> it got so intense. I know. I know. It is a special moment though, having five people in one mm. room. First Today time. I'm joined as my co-host on camera, Ben Thompson. Thank you for Welcome. having me. Welcome. Thank you. And we've got a few. We've got a couple more disembodied voices in the room today. Hey One of them hello. being <laughs> Sweet Me Julie. Sweet Me Julie. One Julie. You like my neck? And, <laughs> and Charles Thompson, brother of Ben Thompson. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Meg, of course, of behind course, the camera. Of course, of course. Running the show. Running it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> not too loud. I'm excited, but not that excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a special moment today. We've been trying to organise this for a while. Mm. And today, the stars align. Um... Yeah. And we're basically coming on here, I mean, we want to talk about your personal development mm. and the the approach that you've taken in which, you, it, I guess it's exposing yourself, mm. travelling, not exposing <laughs> yourself like that, <laughs> exposing yourself to cultures. That's, that's my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, there, <laughs> I mean, shit, I, I didn't mean to. That's a Nepal story we'll go into. Should we that out? No, I prefer not to go into that one. Yeah, we'll leave that. We won't, we won't. That's on the Patreon. That's behind the scenes. 
the health entries it's only fans. <laughs> so, going out, traveling, experiencing mm. these cultures and really diving yourself into them. Um, would you sort of describe your your take on that? And your mm, definitely, yeah, yeah. Well, my brother, he went started traveling four or five years ago, and it was very transformative time for him. And then sort of me seeing how it helped him and going out and traveling and Alex as well. And they'd always come back. I'll be at college and they'd be talking about just traveling. And I'll You're be doing like, your homework. I'm doing my homework, <laughs> man. I don't want to be doing this. This is. They come back with tattoos, Bro, beads. They're just like, <laughs> there, it's unreal. Yeah, You're like, like done oh. up here like this. I'm there. Oh yeah, sounds great. Isn't it? That's sounds fun. really good. Sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so just seeing that and I decided to take the, time to travel and yeah it was really good fun at the start we went to two of my best mates we went to thailand all that kind of stuff where do we go thailand the islands the usual kind of places and then <laughs> the bog standard well, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is the, the route the Hope and Yang, the trip, yeah. the, but, i mean obviously incredible time when did you go but, there uh two years ago two, two years, years ago, ago. yeah when was that yeah start of yeah last summer ish yeah it was very lovely but obviously a lot of partying and kind of that lifestyle which is good fun at the time but kind of wanting something different I think after doing it and then we went to Nepal which is very very beautiful me Charles uh, my girlfriend Eleonora and Satara Charles's partner and that was very very powerful time yeah so I've heard a lot about this trip it's a lot of tracking yeah. I've heard yeah. a lot of stories in there yeah. came like a pilgrimage without any of us knowing yeah <laughs> a pilgrimage yeah. so where where did you where did you set up from where did you start and what was the sort of Logistics of where did we start? We started at Pokhara, mm. and got a bus to somewhere near, which was where you'd start trekking because we had a map and you can kind of ask tour guides, get an idea, and then yeah, we just when it started from there, went up and I tell you, we basically wanted to avoid all the checkpoints yeah, because yeah. you have to get a trekking fee in Nepal, and you know we we're living like in a like backpacking around quite cheap, mm. so we just like. I, got a map and circled all the checkpoints and just went off the villages. yeah exactly it was and it would cost like 50 pounds for the trekking permit yeah. so we were just and the off-route path was just so beautiful because there was no tourism or anything like that yeah. so it was untouched and yeah we saw locals and we just started trekking from there but the first 40 minutes like the first 20 minutes just going up that first bit where you've got everything with you all food every, and you're just like this is this is going a lot of extra yeah <laughs> Yeah, but then yeah, it took sort of two weeks overall. We trekked through different po points, and uh, yeah, it was very very magical time. There was a lot of it was during monsoon, so there was a lot of rain, a lot of clouds. So we didn't see actually any mountains for the first week or so. Um, just a lot of hard, challenging sort of uphill battles in a way. Yeah, difficult terrain. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then we got to probably the the tenth or twelfth, eleventh day or something. And yeah, it was just beautiful, so serene, like above the clouds. You know, we'd put through the the battle and getting through. I don't know, it was three, four thousand meters, and then at the top where it cl everything cleared up, which we were just amazed. I've seen pictures of this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Really Show me briefly. Yeah. And now I was gonna ask, what? How would you say your values change from like doing a trip like that or a trek where mm. you have to carry all of your own, all of your own possessions, mm. everything with you? in obviously a group but facing like the, the weather and being weathered uh, mm. what, how would you say that changed your mind about about life really and travel mm, definitely yeah it was it's yeah I think when you just 
with the weather as well, a big one of like raining and these, how we've kind of got the idea that rain is bad and we shouldn't en enjoy rain. It's a sad time or whatever. But <laughs> we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. And then I was working in the shop, people come in, horrible out there. Yeah. Like nine different old white ladies after each other. Like, <laughs> so horrible today. I'm like, it's not that weather, bad, isn't it? it? Look, the trees are loving it. They're just like, oh, it's so nice. Life. Yeah, I said life. I would use that retort for every single one of them. Yeah. The trees actually enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, I guess experiencing just full monsoon rain really made you almost appreciate it and then appreciate the sun when it came out and the just the power of nature and the appreciate all types of weather and all... And not just think the sun brings happiness or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And just from, it was the most challenging thing I've ever done physically and mentally and all sorts. And I guess sort of facing your problems and your, the false self or the ego, you know, whatever you may call it. And it can be quite overwhelming at first. You just think, what is that? You know, you Observing yourself. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. well, had to come together as a group. And it was interesting because Tara met Ben and... Uh, <laughs> L for the first time it's our first and then like going into this like you know hard challenging time with somebody just met she's literally the first time we've met and yeah. probably the best bonding we oh, can get was, yeah. after that yeah what, what sort of challenges did you face if you wouldn't mind going into them I think we would all face different things in the environment but it would be the you know you just face your individual challenges exactly yeah, yeah. so then just that can Self-motivation and... Yeah, yeah. And then it comes calm. out of you, maybe in a moment where your ego's coming out or exactly. some pain's coming out. Exactly. And, like, mm -hmm. and then it's hard, it can be a bit oh, yeah, I understand. hard to, you know, just met Sitara, for example, and we're just at the start of travelling, me and Elle, and Charles has just kind of come from India and it's all just... <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was... Yeah, it, it's built me and Sitara, I mean, all of us together, but definitely me and Sitara because there was a time during the trek where we would get maybe in a bicker or an argument about whatever's going on and yeah to get through that and then now the relationship is so I mean with all of us really it's very very powerful and very magical nice thing yeah. the Himalayas itself is yeah Shout out to the wedding Woo. Woo. Yeah. So, <laughs> good, Charles good. is actually getting married on 7th December, 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 December 2021 yeah. Woo. I would clap congratulations yeah I can't wait to meet her I can't wait to be out there as well. Shouldn't yeah, she's. I'm looking very, forward to it. Very mm. lovely. Yeah. yeah. So now that, and then most recently, where have you been traveling? So we've lost. And actually, as well as that, <laughs> what have you been doing as your your project? I know it's. Mm. Yeah. So, I uh, came back from Nepal. I go from there, and then I was still quite involved in drinking and getting high on other substances, and was still. And before traveling, I was in a sort of. I think we all go through phases where we're very caught up in if it's drinking or any type of drug yeah, and you get lost in it you know yeah, yeah. in the society it's definitely yeah exactly pure pressure or this character that you've got to play because going along with it and everyone's yeah, doing it exactly yeah yeah and then so coming back from Nepal I still was in that kind of phase and drinking still slightly and then after six months at home and that was yeah I was working at laboring and actually laboring was very powerful because it was a lot of reactivity within the people I was working with if uh, they get very angry I think that's always I think it's the same across any any like building site or work uh, yeah. <laughs> and the banter as well so yeah. you're sort of like, yeah. if you're sensitive like not very uh, 
I don't know if you, if you don't have that sight humor. Yeah. Like being a geezer and like <laughs> shouting. Or at just people. not getting caught up in what they're yeah, saying yeah. and just accepting. Yeah, you got to just ignore it. The way that they're <laughs> they're living, I guess. Yeah. Um, and not judge them. That's the no. big thing. Yeah. Because yeah. this one guy I would work with, and he would, I'd be with him for the months, and yeah, he just was quite reactive with certain things. He, one thing would annoy him, and he'd just like throw the ladder over and swear and all this, and watching it and trying not to get involved in it and actually just accept that is how he lives and that would calm him down as well not I mean, yeah if you don't add to it exactly in any way, yeah but, yeah exactly like you said judge mm. yeah. so it's like almost after that what period i've realized you can learn from these people as much as anyone else oh i mean you never stop learning really yeah, if you have that of course. mindset it changes yeah. your life really exactly yeah definitely no, that's so true yeah and then after laboring it was india and i was coming out to see my brother and, <laughs> and, and, and other brothers. <laughs> He's over there if you didn't know. <laughs> um, yeah, seeing Hello. Alex as well, my other brother. And we all met and did a kung fu camp, Shaolin mm-hmm. Kung Fu, which is very, very nice. That was, so was that in like COVID times as well? Yeah, so just the start. The, COVID the transition. The, the transition. transition. We literally. came out of the camp and COVID had struck. Yeah. And we were like off the web or anything. So we had no... We, like we, we went in just I had no knowledge of COVID and we, I came out and lockdown about happened it. yeah yeah oh. we, Alex everyone was on the phone and he would be a bit more like uh, engaged in it and saying oh you know this COVID thing is rising guys and we were like me and Charles are like whatever isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> COVID, it's nothing COVID. what are you on about it's like I got training in the morning man. yeah we've got six hours of training coming through I don't care what is COVID and then we left after two weeks that's what we paid for went to this place and then essentially just got a cottage the day before everything locked down and completely shut off, and that was like complete lockdown everywhere. And we had no idea of it really. It was kind of mm. still a little sort of thing that wasn't as. And then yeah, COVID completely hit. We luckily that's, got a cough. It's kind of nice that ignorance is bliss, really. Yeah, mm. yeah. There was the, so the much hype, fear The hype and the, the pandemonia. Would you call it? Oh, that's a good word. Yeah, mm. it, it was all so when really no, yeah, if you compare there was numbers and statistics. So much fear. Mm. Like, be scared of this it's mm. all terrible everyone well, in, like, a lot of people mm. a lot of people died it was really upsetting but like people the way the media were peddling it oh, yeah. it you was got put in perspective it, yeah, yeah it was unknown, exhausting yeah. Mm. yeah it's called doom scrolling now isn't it like going on your phone and scrolling through news you're like oh everything's terrible great like, rarely do, do that yeah, yeah I never. try not to do that <laughs> no 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 when the news comes on I'm out of the room yeah, so. yeah I know you just uh, <laughs> I hear the music boom 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 it's so intense uneasy yeah <laughs> I don't like it's not... it <laughs> it's just like promoting negative things that's going another on another person did this and died yeah it's, it's yeah. not what you want no yeah yeah so we were in <laughs> another person did this and died <laughs> <laughs> I sort of trailed off there because I was like, what am I going to say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were, and this is so, we got a cottage, which is really lovely. And this is so complete silence. And in, even in the Himalayas in India, it can be some people going by, families filling up water, which is lovely. But at this time, there was no one out like at all, which is very uh, peaceful. And we just started our nine day silence, which mm. is which is very nice and good timing, synchronisation. Was... What, 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 what was that like for you? Well, so it was just start of Navatri, which is a Hindu festival. Mm. Yeah, And it's uh, where you would devote your time to either fasting or silence. Um, and yeah, it gets, for us at that time was great timing. And we went nine days, just no speaking. And 
doing other things that you would would you signal to each other and write to yeah each other? yeah so we had yeah, a journal yeah. that had everything in it and we'd talk and be like <laughs> we could gesture do you want some tea yeah reply? yeah so we would, we would almost <laughs> be we're brothers we can telepathy see each other. just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> telepathic, <laughs> telepathic uh, yeah but if it was dream. needed to be writing it'd be like yes have you read over that yeah I've still got it it. that would be interesting reading I know definitely (laughs) little little points yeah yeah, so that was very powerful a lot of journaling and just a lot of yeah what did you take from that mostly from silence that we just don't need to always talk we need to I guess be more aware of what we say and the the power words hold and Mm. that a lot of the time it's just you know feeding the false self and talking and like what's your intention with why you're talking are you is it trying to better or help someone or is it to help yourself and make you feel better, make you or feel you better. Feel like, i have something really good to say and mm, it's your ego exactly wanting yeah. you to project that out yeah and it doesn't stop me interrupting like jules or anyone on the pod <laughs> i'm trying better now yeah. but there's i'm a, trying a better quote. now <laughs> there's a quote i'm gonna butcher which is something along the lines of a wise man uses less words or something mm. along those lines <laughs> very rough <laughs> is, that, is that an original ben, ben, I, I roughly heard it somewhere I roughly heard was it was that Plato <laughs> Socrates that one um, yeah oh. no I get you yeah definitely mm. yeah <laughs> thanks everyone you should, in every subject it's like, yeah I think a wise man said that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't use many words man could have been a wise woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> I tried, I tried. I'm sucking up to the teacher. <laughs> I tried one day of silence. Yeah, I it's. I remember how it takes of me. He's silent now. Finally. <laughs> so it was difficult. It's taken 23 years. <laughs> and uh, I broke it saying hello to Pippin. It's like, hello. Oh no. Yeah. Well, no, no I mean, there'll be, there'll be time, like, there'll be times where, you know, some. Uh, sound comes out, but you just. Is it sound kind of grunt or noise? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Peanut butter, baby. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the environment was like fit for it completely. Like it'd be a lot harder. I mean, I haven't done one properly being at like here or anywhere, so the environment was perfect for it. Yeah. Um, I guess we were doing like, a lot of fruit and veg, like fasting, juicing, which helped just be more clear and. Yeah, and then... This was all at Kasar Devi, which is known, it's in uh, Uttarakhand in northern India, this uh, small village, and it's been known since about the 60s to be like a place for like gathering and kind of hippie community uh, base living there. Um, and it's said that there's the electro- electromagnetic field, like the currents that run through the earth, is very powerful here. The, Similar to like the Stonehenge and other oh, placements. Like apparently, yeah, yeah, lines, yeah, 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 apparently it's I known that. I'm not even joking. Huh? Yeah, Apparently, yeah. I'd be for that. It's <laughs> yeah, more <yeah>. magnetic. <laughs> I got told that. <laughs> and I believed it. A wise man said one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very wise man. Very wise, very kind. Uh, <laughs> very wise, very kind. Yeah. Uh, uh, I cut you off there. So no, I was just wanted to explain where it was. The location. Yeah, yeah so yeah. It's, it's a cool place. Yeah. Yeah. It was loving that it had a temple just sort of up the hill. Probably placed there because of that sole reason, yeah. because there's more energy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We even something. had a thing that said that, you know, like the, uh, how it is, and great monks would come and, and meditate here, and you could feel the energy when you were there. It was very, very powerful. Do you remember that one time where, like, 
40 monkeys just came oh, over yeah. and we were praying like Lots meditation and stuff and this is on top of the hill like really big ridge and uh just 40 monkeys came through and we were just like kind of didn't know how to really react and they were calm yeah, but we walked we, out of the temple and it was just the courtyard was just full of them like on the rouge all around like a whole babies and parents oh. a whole it was, community oh. it was very calm and then we look up and then it's just like climbing on the temple roof and we're just kind of at a point like, oh, wow, this could be a bit... <laughs> they, they could rip us apart, right? <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> it was were, a little they, bit uh, like, oh. Big monkeys. No, no, it's just, they the were small. Ones. They've got dang, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're vicious. They're quick. Yeah, they're quick. They're, they I mean, I've been, I've been hit by them before. Yeah. Yeah. Once I was walking down in Vrindavan and if you have like bags of fruit, they'll always literally grab it out of your hand. And I was walking and I think one gave me a bit of a stare and if you look them in the eyes, it can be, you know... you have to like prove the strength Dominance. or intimidation exactly mm. and, uh, and then i looked to one and carried on walking and you know i didn't like face his challenge so he ran up to me and did like a four paw punch on me <laughs> by running and jumping and just like shoved me over i thought someone like a human did it oh, yeah. i turned around and yeah, run away. What are you, some kind of human monkey? <laughs> yeah. It was a good, like, solid, you know. Who's trying that MMA shit? <laughs> you get him in a real naked show, right? Do that again. <laughs> but loads would come by, even at our cottage, like, every day, they would come by, and we thought that was just what would happen and be the norm. And then we realised, oh no, it's because we're throwing our excess food down on the open bit there. <laughs> like a veg compost. We'd a veg compost. Hill, and yeah. that's why the monkeys every day, like every other day, would be coming just for the food. And they'd be like, mm, like wanting more food. And they'd just be waiting there. <laughs> <laughs> they'd come to the front bit there and just. <laughs> knocking on the window. Yeah. Who up? And then the people living with us were like, you should stop doing that. Give them food because even the lo uh, locals with us, they'd be throwing sticks and be like, ah, get out, ah, like that. Yeah. We were more just like, oh, like, <laughs> like there's a, a pest for them. Yeah, for you. yeah. Like, yes. wow, so novel. Like, yeah, monkeys yeah. all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Monkeys monkeys now. They throw uh, stones at the monkeys and around the other side of the hill, we're giving them bananas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better. Yeah. I like you guys. You're nice. I think the monkeys are just it's in their own massively side. Massively the mixed signals <laughs> for those monkeys. Like, yeah. Wait, do, do we stay? Do we go? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Stay or do I go now? Imagine they all start seeing that. <laughs> the monkeys yeah. were clicking their hands. I mean, there was a got band. shakers in the trees. Just, just like the band, the monkeys. They don't sing that song. No, I know they don't, but they could. <laughs> <laughs> they they're talking about a they group don't of monkeys. Sing that. That's not their song. <laughs> That's not their song, Rory. Come on, Rory. I'm talking about a group of monkeys, Neg, singing the song. Singing a monkey song. Uh, singing one thing. It. <laughs> I think there's wind coming through here. There will is it, wind. Will that be alright? It'll be fine. You just cover yeah. it, Rory. I can hear you can it. smell it from there. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't shut it. What was the problem there? I don't know. Alright, I'll stop that. What was the problem there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, it's a definite door issue we've got. <laughs> so after the, the monkeys and after... So you're, you're still in India. Yeah, yeah. During quarantine. Yeah, yeah. What um, else happened there? Uh, we went on some treks and... Uh, there was one where we got, <laughs> this is on day five of our silence, and uh, we were on a nice sort of buzz early morning, and we went for a small trek, and this is kind of just when COVID lockdown has happened, and uh, we made like a little cave, it was very, very beautiful, and uh, yeah, we had some, some locals that were looking at us and kind of, <laughs> and then we were just relaxing, really just chilling, and then our guest, uh, uh, guest house owner calls us and says, uh, the police are calling and they're saying that there's some white foreigners out and this and that and that was obviously us so they'd call the police on us and said that we're 
Because it's just when lockdown. Strict curfew. Strict. You weren't allowed. To you weren't allowed. To, yeah. Really, even I mean, everywhere happened. Because well, this is like everyone was like just completely it's scared. Scary, yeah. Fear was there, and it was like oh. so. If they saw us, they think, oh my, COVID, they're gonna have it, and yeah, yeah it was that kind of uh, mentality. But yeah, I mean, it was very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> but no, it was not a problem at all. It was, it was kind of part of the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Happens yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happened about three times. Three times. Really? Every time we go, because we were right on, literally at the top of a ridge, so straight outside the cottage, which is a downhill like woodland, like pine forest. So we just go trekking, you know, like everything was. Sh- there was nothing going on. It was during COVID, so you could walk around. And even out, if I was on my own in a woodland, some guy would see me and just walk over and say like, "Where's your mask? Where's your mask?" <laughs> I mean, no, I've been on my own in the woodland. Oh, yeah. and he called the police on me and I had to run up the hill really fast to the guest house. Yeah, we were running. Yeah. Scamper up. <laughs> Two little hobbits scampering up the hill. <laughs> Wait, go back to the house. <laughs> um, yeah, and then what else? Uh, I think it was just a lot of yeah, a lot of meditation, waking up early, sunrise. Um, was it was it nice? learning from Charles and being yeah, together so intimately for a while definitely yeah yeah 100% it was definitely a time where I could really sort of listen and and learn from how he's how he is and and definitely take from yeah just sort of look at myself and find out who I truly am more so obviously still am now um, ah, it's an ongoing process <laughs> yeah exactly well. but it was a definitely a transformative time where I saw much more of myself than I ever had um and just seeing the power of yoga and having a disciplined routine. It's very powerful. Early morning, sunrise. Yeah, just being more, being a, being away from electro, uh, technology and social media and all that kind of stuff and being more simple and, yeah, just focusing on simple, simpler things so the mind is at ease so then you can feel more of your surroundings and yourself. And... Uh, more at one with nature because we were just surrounded by the forest which is very very peaceful that's yeah. one of the biggest things I would say to anyone try and separate as difficult as difficult as it is try and separate yourself from your phone most mm. of the time it's your phone isn't it yeah or technology as much as you or can rectangle the rectangle I call it the rectangle <laughs> um Putting it the other side of the room or mm. outside your room, don't have it by your bed and Definitely. sleep. Don't have it near you when you sleep because you're going to be tempted to go. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Grab it's, it and be like, oh, exactly. Angry Birds or something. <laughs> it's <laughs> like an go. instant dopamine hit. Exactly. Your phone, like, yeah, oh, you're I can looking for it. Yeah. The dopamine straight there, yeah. So I think it was almost a time to find dopamine from other, other sort of more wholesome, wholesome sources. natural <laughs> things that. Yeah, and when you sort of experience that, you're like, whoa, this is a, this is a lot more... <laughs> this is, more this is nice, sustainable. Huh? Yeah, this is nice. Wow, yeah. this is this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that pit in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to be able to say, um, I'd rather choose fewer, deeper connections than mm. lots more shallow ones. Yeah. Mm. You know, and that's nothing to do with people that use social media. Yeah, of course. You know, you're not going to get that connection there. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to say it can't be wholesome, but I I agree with you there, Jules. It's kind of overwhelming having, I don't know, when you have Facebook back in the day, you have 700 people in there. Yeah. Or the, I never amount of people. Friends. No. no I accept of, everyone. Just yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, friend? <laughs> but then it also did become 
like a competition who oh, has yeah. the most friends yeah. or happy birthdays how many happy birthdays yeah. you uh, get I'll count them and be like whoa I got 40 this year yeah. 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 that dopamine I am yeah. friends like loads of dopamine just like notification whoa <laughs> happy you birthday to me birthday I, I haven't yeah. seen any of them in ages or like, I've never met them maybe you get less you know, what's happened Is it, I mean I yeah. got 20 yeah, yeah. 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 last feel sad on your birthday because I'm Social media. Social media, yeah. Last year, last year, I had 47. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year, what? <laughs> so we're built, if you look at evolutionary psychology, we're built to only make connections with 150, 150 people, mm. maybe give or take. That's true connections, at least. Definitely where, community, yeah, definitely. Where now you have so much more at your disposal that mm. I definitely find it overwhelming. But yeah, when you have, sure. you might not talk to someone for a long time, but when you're in person, you give your all in the connection exactly. then, and that's yeah. much more powerful, I feel. Definitely, mm. yeah, yeah, 100%. Those are the sort of relationships that are more, mm. more, um, predominant. Healing. Healing. Predominant. <laughs> 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 I thank you for that. I was actually searching for words. I was looking for words with P. You've been left to talk too long. It was starting to run out. <laughs> uh, empty, by the way, empty. everyone, we've got a new camera, and Don't it doesn't it stop. Yeah, it, it, we can just roll for an ongoing Ooh. period of time. Yeah, this is the longest oh he's been allowed to talk without being stopped for yeah. a while. Wow. Look how handsome they are. <laughs> <laughs> HD. So yeah, this is the test run. Honoured mm. to have such a wonderful room of people. Mm, wow. Definitely. And then on to... Welcome. Your most recent trip. If you want to move yes. on to that and segue into, you have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. yeah, and obviously yeah. the socials and TikTok yeah, yeah. called Thompson Travels, Travels, which will be in the footnotes of everything. Thompson Travels. Do you want to describe your your message mm-hmm. or your yeah, your yeah. values sure. through that? Um, we yeah, so we went to start to go to Kyrgyzstan. Uh, when was it February? And Alex, my brother, had just gone there before, and that month before, so he kind of gave us a bit of an insight how it was. <laughs> <Sort of> right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just helped out. So the was great. Yeah, and he said it's good, good fun, and he was enjoying it, so we were like, yeah, let's go out. And this is at a time where it was illegal to travel, and they said it was illegal and you couldn't leave. And all we did was book the flight and had a PCR, and it was, enjoy your flight, it was no no problem, very easy. Uh, did the test there? Before? No, no, before, yeah, yeah. I think we paid like 160 quid for it. It's mental. Even now, it's still coming back. You have to pay like yeah. 60 or maybe fully. Yeah, cheers, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, test. so we went to Kyrgyzstan and we started teaching English, which was really fun through Workaway. And that was a very, very powerful time because it was, yeah, I'd never experienced anything like it, but holding a class and. So is that your first Workaway experience? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For everyone, would you describe what it is? So it's a online company, uh, online organization organization yeah and they do all volunteering across the whole whole world and they do loads like there's so many and someone if they want to start one they would put one up on the website and then say this and it'll probably get approved and it's volunteering teaching english or helping on a farm or anything that is uh, of help to them and service and then you get accommodation and food in return to that um yes we did that but we didn't actually get accommodation and food in return because we got an f- apartment that we really liked so we just wanted to stay at the apartment. So we just yeah. did it anyway, and it was, it, was, yeah, it was nice to help out and just see how these children live their lives and, and want to learn English with such a passion and spend time, energy to, to learn this language that we were just given to when we were born, our native tongue, and it's made me appreciate uh, being, being, English, uh, being from the United Kingdom and mm. 
just our heritage and just being yeah the, the powerful tool that is English and how it can be so useful around the world and of course other languages but as English is a worldwide of course no I, I know what you mean yeah yeah so just God save the Queen <laughs> <laughs> we'll stand up <laughs> this comes oh, yeah, into it's, it's that time we've got to go <laughs> yeah. worship the yeah. Queen well yeah quarter past three we'll <laughs> yeah, <laughs> late we're late guys uh, yeah, so that was very, very lovely. And then we started filming from then. Had a camera, a Canon camera. And we had the idea before of wanting to film and create videos. And because uh, when I was younger, I used to do a, sim a similar thing with an iPad and make cool little videos. I've seen a couple. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very creative. It was good fun. And so now I kind of wanted to re revisit that passion and see if the fire is still burning. How would you describe the style of videos? Uh, I don't know, they've changed throughout this time, so it's hard to kind of pinpoint. I think we wanted to try different styles, see what works, and I like the idea of documentary and kind of showing a message and trying to help someone in, in some way, um, maybe broaden their perspective of someone else's point of view. And, and but then I also like the travel style videos where it's capturing moments in nature or wherever it is, or nice moments with people and the culture, and expressing that through just the, the visuals. Um, so it's like a combination of yeah, a combination I know of things, what you mean when yeah. you say we just talked about this earlier where the first time you do it first time you try yeah, filming yeah, yourself or yeah. vlogging I know, it feels so alien so weird yeah and then come to now everything's changed and evolved naturally yeah exactly like, oh, welcome back <laughs> <laughs> welcome back guys <laughs> this time we're riding horses let's go <laughs> um, yeah the start it was just like it was just like kind of we'd if you look at it and then Elle would just not even be involved with it she was like didn't know how to kind of deal with it and I, I guess I was a bit more eager to do it and I think I started the first one was trying to be like like right guys let's it's nice weather let's go do a workout and there was like uh, rails and stuff near where we lived and just filming it and it was like not even uh, yeah it was very sort of at the start of it and, yeah, yeah. and you That's see the progress the and stuff like that it's very you, you understand you should enjoy the process not want to get to this end goal because then when you get that angle, there's another angle, another angle. So just enjoying the process and, and yeah, not not feeling that you need to get satisfaction from it, knowing you are enough and you, this is something that helps fuel you, but it shouldn't be the thing that brings you sort of fulfillment or purpose. That dopamine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Looking for more views or more, more money more or more likes or, or views whatever. views subscribers. Yeah, you're pretty right. Yeah. That's the better view. Yeah, exactly. And just enjoying it. And you're more present, you know, yeah. always thinking, oh, but we could have this in exactly. the future, we could have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's important. No, sure. that's the, one of the best mindset. That's what yeah. we're thinking. Don't worry about what might come from it or getting any money that yeah, that's yeah. not in the question or the yeah. views we're trying it's to keep. It's not going to happen, so... Keep going. <laughs> ah, not uh, that attitude. No, I'm joking. Be careful with the jokes. All right? Don't you do right. those jokes. Really be careful with them. They're, they're dangerous. <laughs> 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 so we just picture, you know, and we've done 20 of them or... 20 odd what about 50 or what about 100 yeah, or yeah. 150 it's good to have that time. that drive it's not about that you should have the drive but yeah just be aware of it and that it doesn't go into almost greed and, yeah. and that want for that you're not good enough and that you need something else to bring you this exactly this, yeah. at the end of the day you should always enjoy it otherwise exactly, it's not yeah. sustainable yeah definitely. and then you'll get burnt out and you'll yeah and don't take it too seriously no like, it's just enjoy it, man. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take yourself too You're seriously. You're a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All of you. Jokes. <laughs> Look at you. 
Um, yeah, and then we after skiing, after teaching, we did skiing, which is lovely, and that was free riding in the mountains, and yeah, it was incredible. Off like, piece, off piece, all off piece. So there's no piece, so I just yeah. <laughs> like, just like, like, no piece going down. It's just <laughs> mountains, bro. Um, yeah, we get in this big truck and it takes you up the mountain. You go to different areas, and there's a guide with you who knows everywhere these mountains. You know, back to front and. Uh, yeah, spend the whole day and just ski with different people. We did it once and we did some slopes before and it was good, but then we did this one and we were like, right, and another one, then did it again, and then did it again, <laughs> and did it, yeah, four times. But at the price of 50 pound, I was like, this is incredible. Mm. In Europe, you pay 800, 900 pound for this experience. It's like, wow. Mental. It's very, yeah, very lovely. Yeah, and then we went to Uzbekistan after that, which was very, very magical. Um, I, um, I've wanted to go skiing for a long time. Mm. Yeah, we've never been skiing. It's, it's so attractive to me, it's just never oh, bro, come to fruition. <laughs> Your eyes are sparkling. Yeah. Bro, go coke. It's the snow. It's the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I got ice eyes. Ice eyes. <laughs> One day, we'll make a big trip. But yes. Um, but yeah, so then we went to Uzbekistan, which is uh, very, very beautiful, and very eye-opening, <laughs> as it was heavily Islamic culture and the religion and the way they live their life. and really opened yeah, our eyes to how the media, etc. Yeah, you drew a really interesting comparison yesterday mm. about how people saw or heard you were in Uzbekistan mm. and worried, oh, yeah, worried about this and that, but yeah. you and Elle, you said you were we, the safest you felt. I mean, I, I was, but to hear it from Elle, considering yeah. she's a you know woman, exactly. how it can be, she said she's the safe, safest she's ever felt. And, and she even said if we were in a dark alley, someone was coming to us, she wouldn't feel any fear or anything. It would just be that because of the religion they have, uh, you know, if it's belief in karma or just the fact that there is Allah who would judge you and it would be bad for you to do this and you karma and, and it will come back at you and it's just not the right thing to do mm. in any crime or, and I'm sure it does still happen, but it was felt just so much love and, and uh, accepting uh, attitude with who we were and they would embrace us, which is lovely. You're in their mosque and they embrace you with open arms and from England and want to talk to you and it's just very lovely very so yeah. how long were you there for a month a month which is very odd we said it to everyone they're like, a month like people do a week they just do two days two days two days it was along the Silk Road so you go to Tashkent it was really cool it's like traveling back in time because Tashkent is really modern and that's the capital and really modern like it's uh, a lot of business happens there people fly there for business and stuff like mm. that I don't know what type, but yeah, just business. Yeah. <laughs> 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 boxes. Business. All in the building say business center. <laughs> business center. <laughs> and you're looking around. Like, what is this? Business. The floor plan. Business. 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 Yeah, I didn't do well in business A level. That was. But yeah, and then we went to Samarkand, which is another city, and you travel on the train, and that kind of less modern and more with culture and it was very yeah just a lovely lovely city and we met a guide there who was a really close friend of ours and he helped tour he just gave us a full tour of every whole of Samarkand and it really just showed the culture and his passion for it and yeah lovely food wow amazing food what sort of uh, food like just mixture of all cuisines. I think the restaurants there were just so nice and so cheap. We got like a full meal, starter, main, dessert. Felt amazing. Just, it was three pound each. <laughs> and we were like, wow, that is, wow. 
So nice. You didn't get much for three pound in these ends. So. Yeah, and then we go to where was next? Bukhara. Bukhara was lovely because it was almost like Amsterdam vibes with the there was no cars, it was people cycling around and the mosques there were beautiful. Um, and it was just more a calmer energy, but then going or more away from city life and actually culture and mosques and more religion based and you could feel it and people were very welcoming there. Um, and then you go to Hiva and this is like another step where not a lot of tourists do it. Some do and some don't because it's a six hour train or whatever. And yeah, Hiva is just a whole other step. You're just like, you kind of do the stages. It's like from proper busy city and then slowly going away and then Hiva is just this massive castle dome, the massive castle complex in a sense. And this is dating back thousands, wow. two and a half thousand years, two and a half thousand years ago. And so it's enclosed. Yeah, so. yeah, um, enclosed. Well, yeah. And there's outside, but this is where yeah. all the mosques are to keep protected. And, and um, yeah, we got a lovely uh, like hotel there. And this is like the nicest place we'd stayed. I think probably our whole traveling, like really nice, almost five star, everything clean, lovely shower. Like we appreciated it so much. Um, and it was like 10 pounds each, I think. And that was for us at the time, you know, when you're like, traveling, it's a lot. Mm. But we thought about that, like, wow, that's... <laughs> you think back, you know? Yeah, you think oh, back, like, wow. <laughs> Even to get that. Um, and then we wake up early morning at sunrise and walk around the uh, different mosques and just, you know, complete silence. Very peaceful. Mm. Very, very... Was there much business going on there? <laughs> <laughs> just mosque business. Really. There was business. Yeah. There were little people who set up stools yeah, and yeah, sell yeah. stuff. Much more... Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's why we do early morning because there's none of those stools and it's very authentic. You well, feel... you said also it's like going back in time from like the modern... Exactly. To yeah, yeah. Less. That's what like the trip feels like. You yeah. really, like, Tashkent, very, a lot of money, a lot of, you know, it's, it's very beautiful in its own way, but to then go back and feel like you're generally going back in time and seeing the truth, true uh, culture and religion and mm. the way they live. It's very, very lovely. Yeah. Spiritual business. <laughs> yes. It's a different type. That's, a, that's my type of business. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then we went from we went back to Kyrgyzstan uh, to do some trekking because we basically lived in Karakol where we did teach English and just lived there for two months. Didn't really travel around. It was quite snowy and, and didn't do much trekking because we were very busy. Um, so this time we came back with the intention to just trek and get lost in the mountains or found either. So yeah, <laughs> look at it. Um, and yeah, we did started doing all types of treks. Altin uh, Alashan was beautiful, lovely valley and yeah, lovely guest house and very simple. Just a few guest house in this valley, which is just. And then we did horse riding for our first time there, which was unexpected. I guess the best time, best type of experience. Taken by surprise. Yeah, exactly. And this horse ride, we took, uh, had a guide with us. So it was through the valley and it was, again, our first time. I had done it before in Shango, but El hadn't ever. And yeah, just going through and weren't really galloping at the start, kind of getting into it. Um, it was really cool at the point where there was a stallion and we're like completely just me, El and the guide and the stallion with a pack of females. And that's how they normally travel around. And the stallion, one stallion and one stallion and that's their family is the females uh, he's got like 10 females polyamorous nice yeah and the stallion would start charging and so 
me and Al would be like, what are we gonna do? And the guy, the guy gets hat off and, hey, stop ah! Like kind of shouting and like he's done this before plenty of times and the stallion just stops and it's like, Nice no, flash radio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And we were even hesitant getting a guide. We were thinking, oh, we'll be fine. We'll just take a we small valley, you know, we'll just go down and up, you know, to two hours. But thank God we did get a guide. Cause I've, I've had a similar experience, but it was one one stallion and his daughter. And this was in Korea in an enclosed, like, quite a large bit of land along with two cows and two sheep. And the stallion could feel, feel me and, like, he was just, like, pent up and... He didn't like you. You could feel my fear, I think. Cause, uh, <laughs> and then he like did charge me a couple times. I just jumped, ran and jumped straight out of the thing. You know, you know, you, I was like, I'm not even going to try the door. I could sort of, hello, and like play. I love how you refer to that horse as the daughter. It's, for me, that's just so funny. <laughs> daughter horse. Um, another question I've got. So from your transition from travelling to coming back home, mm. How do you find that, and how easy was it to adjust to mm. straight back into family home, yeah. into life in England, where I mean everything's vastly different. Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. I think it's a kind of it's one that definitely you experience when you're traveling. You come back. I know my brothers have experienced it, where it's you're very you're traveling. You have a lot of freedom, and then you come back and you have to kind of work and live with this way of how you take what you've learned traveling and actually it's a great time to pro process apply it, it, as apply well. it exactly yeah. yeah and have maybe different challenges that could be a bit more of a maybe difficulty i mean when you come back home it's the energy of you've you've been living here your whole life and that energy is there from when you were before traveling mm. for for me and so it can be a challenge in terms of not falling back into old habits and bad habits that may you may have done before but now you're sort of evolving because that's when it all happened and yeah exactly you yeah. feel yourself slipping back yeah, into it for sure but as, as long as when you come back with that awareness then yeah. you're able to sort exactly. of like stop exactly yeah yeah not, but not it's, this time. it's just a great test really as well mm. different things and working um, and just enjoying life here like not thinking it needs to be travelling to find this freedom or whatever it, the f- freedom is within and we always have it with us so it's not about the travel we're travelling constantly every day and we are and so, yeah, embracing life wherever you are is the biggest thing, I think. Yeah. Great answer. I really like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, though. You can't think that there's only one time to be yeah, applying or exactly, being yeah. present or learning. Mm-hmm. When we said this earlier as well, that you're always learning. There's never a time Definitely. when you're not. Every, every You've got to take things from, from everything. Yeah, your perspective. Yeah, And then every time we come back from travelling, for me at least, I because of... It, your past experience traveling your perspective is you know slightly broadened and you see things maybe a bit clearer or the, the lens is a bit clearer to see sort of truly but of course there's still you it can be quite humbling as well you coming back and you're working and you're not this person out traveling that people may say oh you're traveling that's so cool and it's like realizing that's it's not, that's not who you are you yeah got, yeah who you are is always in the same moment yeah and exactly and um, but it's, I mean, so such a special time as well, seeing family and friends um, and just building a healthy routine and being grateful for what you do have rather than don't and, yeah, just being more appreciative. That's yeah. definitely a big one, seeing what you have and not mm. thinking about what you don't have. Exactly, yeah. It's a big thing. I mean, that's something that everyone yeah. falls into. That's for the sure. whole thing that we were talking about, social media. Yeah, comparing. That's all you're always 
depending on who you follow or whatever, but a lot of the time it's a comparison mm. yeah. between someone else's life and whatever, whatever's going on there. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, I just want to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Or at least approach it with well, a different intention. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And That's definitely what I found. I deleted it all within uh, COVID times. <laughs> That's mm. what I'm going to call it The COVID now. times, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, don't, you never think you're going to get it back. And I know, Meg, you took a month off in September, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Social media, how was it? Yeah, good. I, mm. I, it felt toxic to me. Like, even if I had to do a little bit of work for health injuries yeah. and I had to go online, yeah. like, I'd get a sinking feeling in my stomach. Yeah. So even though it's now October, I still don't think I'm going to go back. Mm. I, I have it there if I need it, if I need to talk to people, but exactly. it's just not good for me. It's not, not good for me. You realise when you don't have it, but you don't need it, and yeah. you don't remember well, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm happy with myself. Yeah. I'm not comparing yeah. myself to everyone else. It is. You're just swiping it. It's like, you, that's all it is, is just comparing it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I read a good book, uh, Matt Haig, uh, Reasons to Stay Alive, I think is it. And yeah, he really puts it puts it very truthfully. And I guess it was like probably my first proper book I read. It was the start of traveling in Thailand, actually. We're on a train from uh, Bangkok to Chiang Mai. Or Chiang Mai to no, Bangkok to Chiang Mai, yeah. And it was a sleeper train. And I remember I was asleep, woke up at 12, struggling to sleep. And so I just started reading this book, just got it from the airport and I had a little light so I could read. And then for three hours, I just read the book and got through most of it. Mm. And I think that was the most powerful thing, doing it at one time. And it's really... the first time, like, front to back. And I remember having the same thing. I think it was in Thailand as well. Mm. Pick up a book for the first time in I don't know how many years. Yeah. And then you finally finish it and then that sort of opens a whole can of worms where you're searching for more. Mm. I read it in a book just yesterday. It was James Smith, and he was saying it was the first time he actually read a book was at age 27. Yeah, bro. And yeah. then from there, he's learned more from that than anything. I really feel the same. Yeah. When, when I started just reading and really in love with it and how what you could take and what you could learn, if it was like one little tool or mm. one sentence or one word, Definitely. you hold it with you and you take it with you. Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. He's right. <laughs> looking Tolle. for confirmation. Someone <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? Eckhart's over there. Yeah, it's just floating in the back. Yes, man. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very powerful. Yeah, and yeah, I was reading the power of now. Yeah, a new earth. I started, a new earth. I started with that one. Majuli yeah. can talk about that one. Majuli yeah. loves that. Yes, unbelievable. That is a transformative book. It's very powerful. Yeah, um, just the way it puts things and thoughts and all these. Yeah, it just really opens your eyes. That could be the homework. Listen oh, to yeah. a new earth. Oh, a new earth. I like that. Well, and also, if you don't like reading physically or you find it hard, get it on Audible. Mm. I actually haven't listened to it yet, put my hands up, but I've got it in my library. Well, that's your homework. You've got to do the homework. Homework, bro, you've got to do the homework as well. It's not just for them. We'll check back later. I just have to lead by example. To lead by example. I've got to lead by example. I will listen to the book. You should go for Power Up Now. I read that. That's the first book I... Apart from Harry Potter. Over and over again. <laughs> Diver wouldn't be kid for me. <laughs> over and over again. Where are the wizards? <laughs> I actually already have a meme I made. So when I was travelling in Thailand, I made a meme to describe to this German friend of mine. Um, like, uh, instead of going and reading another book, I'd always go back to Harry Potter. You know, it's the, the boyfriend holding the girlfriend's hand and he's looking back at the other girl. 
It was reading um, a new book is the current girlfriend, and then the other girl is reading Harry Potter again. <laughs> I was like, ah, does, that, does it make sense now? She's like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> get, away, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Um, uh, but, yeah, either of those is a, is a yeah, great yeah. place to start. Definitely. And he sort of... Best, yeah, very best. eloquent, puts it all... He puts it so well uh, for the almost Western mind to understand in a sense that it's simple, it's not going too in-depth. And he almost puts it so simply that if you've seen his live, uh, sort of uh, stand-up, he sits and talks... With an audience, <laughs> he was sitting. It was a stand sit up. up. You call it sit down. Or? Sit, sit up. Sit down. <laughs> a lecture. <laughs> a lecture. That's the <laughs> a one. live talk. <laughs> but yeah, he does it there, and people laugh at things that he says, and he's not trying to be funny, but because he puts it in a way, it's like comical. Because you, mm. you think, oh yeah, it's like that, isn't it? And that's the best way to get through to people at the yeah. time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On that note, I think we've hit. 50 minutes or so, so... Wow, flies, You don't man. have to say how long. Oh, sorry, okay, everyone forget I said that. I'll cut it out next. <laughs> <laughs> I did that ironically. Yeah, I told him to stop saying that to me. So I said it again. Oh, that'll be the last time, though. He has to get one last atmosphere. Last sibling banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know it all too well. Yeah, everyone you does. know this one. <laughs> you know this one. So thank you for coming yeah. on and co-hosting with me. Thank you very much. the story, and I hope... Well, many more and then we'll do a health and shoes on tour in yeah, India definitely I'm keen to see all the the new yeah yeah be videos good get back into yeah doing more videos and whatnot having more focus in it yeah definitely more discipline but also not getting too caught up in it where you're focusing on more just yeah, enjoying it really just enjoying it yeah yeah exactly. progressing with enjoyment exactly yeah yeah, yeah definitely not getting because in filming you definitely can get so caught up in it where you're not actually in the moment you're just trying to catch it to then show someone yeah. about it and then you it's like <laughs> what <laughs> you got to do both you got so yeah, the balance, it's the balance. So. know when the right time is to, to get the shot exactly having I've said this to Charles having more direction or intention when you're filming that's the biggest thing like I, when I was travelling at the start it was just kind of capturing anything that might look good but if you've got direction and kind of intention with what you're capturing to try and portray a message or whatever it is for a video or for whoever then you can capture the right moment right? more mindful and then you can even focus on what it is exactly. rather than yeah. trying to do everything at once exactly yeah well that's what i'm excited as well with the 360 camera i got it's just so easy you just stick it out and you can just not even be caught up in trying to get the right angle i love the way you edit with that as well yeah, it's, it's so cool. cool it's very so good so creative it's so easy like you just move it around do that and that and it's somehow it makes it look like you're yeah, well, everything, all your socials and your channel will be linked in the bio. So, anyone, please, I uh, implore please you to go out. and check out Thompson Travels. Thompson Travels, thank you. And then, thank you to Charles, me, Julie, and no, Meg, everyone else thank in the room. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> We've had a thank great day of it, actually. If yeah. we talk about, I mean, the whole day, we started with a dip in Tumac to Lake. Yeah. Cold plunge, cold plunge. Yeah, I really didn't, I did not. You were there in spirit. Yeah. In, spirit. Yeah. in spirit. I was asleep. <laughs> You're the liar. She has spiritual business to do. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was powerful though. Lovely. Yeah, it's uh, lovely been day. a look really lovely, lovely short day. and sweet couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, thank you everyone. And thank you. Enjoy. Peace and love. And peace and love, yeah. Peace and love, Peace and love. And Business. Business. Peace and love. Peace and love. Always business. Always.